Support for today's episode comes from Schneider's. Since 1890, Schneider's has brought generations of Canadians artisanal sausages, bacon, ham, and deli to family recipes. Schneider's Meats, crafted without compromise. You'll just make sure when you do the chicken, you're going to quarter. Quarter the chicken, and I would do the chicken breast like an eighth. Kaylee Franklin is prepping ingredients with her two daughters, Ashton and Lex. They're gracefully moving around this wide island inside their large, light-filled kitchen. We are making the Franklin Seafood Paella with squid, organic shrimp, organic chicken breast and thighs, chorizo, green peas. And That's Kaylee's middle daughter, Ashton. With a Spanish rice. And the paella they're making here, so it's her favorite. That and hopefully it lives up to its legend. <laughs> They've made this dish countless times together. It shows. The three of them are working seamlessly, weaving in and around each other, getting all the ingredients ready. The different flavors, the bitter, the salty, the sweet, the savory. It's hard to believe watching them here today that they felt at one point that they were really losing Ashton. All of a sudden, Ashton stopped eating and counting every calorie and every gram of fat and every piece of little bit of sugar. And we're not a big sugar family at all, but it got down to zero sugar zero fat and I don't know some ridiculous calorie count and it was it was really awful and I, all she saw was the scale and a measuring tape hi I'm Sarah Martin and this is home cooked a podcast about cherished family recipes and why they get passed on this week the Franklin family paella Story about how the very thing that can torment you can also free you. Ashton is striking. She's tall and elegant, so it's really not surprising that she got scouted to be a model in her first year of university. One day, we were out for drinks in Montreal, and someone I know, um, Paul Benoit. He was there, and he was he's a makeup artist in Canada. He's pretty well-known. And he was like, I think you have a really cool look. I know this woman. He was like, I'm going to send her a picture of you. And like a week later, was like shooting magazines, was doing fashion shows. I moved to New York about two months later. My life literally went from being a first-year student, like going to school, to like being in New York, being a fashion model. It was an exciting time. Kaylee, her mom, and her big sister Lex were elated about Ashton's catapult into the international modeling scene. But it was also another world entirely, and one that was really at odds with the scene in this kitchen here today. The Franklins love food, and Ashton's most formative memories growing up were here in her mom's kitchen. They were always around my legs. And um, they always helped me. So I would get the stools and whatever I was doing, they would come and just start helping. I don't know. They were. I guess we were just always in the kitchen. I mean, isn't the kitchen the heart of every home? Okay. So I'm gonna get the seasonings are pretty simple. Uh, smoked paprika, saffron, onion, garlic, salt and pepper to taste. There is a lot going on in this kitchen. Paella is a labor-intensive dish. You can smell the fried pancetta Ashton just finished cooking. 
Kaylee is browning the chicken at the stove. Lex is on the other side, expertly chopping the fresh parsley she just picked from their garden. Making this paella is a labor of love. The Franklins love to cook, and they love to entertain. Like in this house right now, we have three fridges, two deep freezers, actually four fridges in the basement. Like there's always just a lot of food in the house. We go through a lot of food. But yeah, someone's always cooking. We never really ever ate out of a box for anything. It's pretty sacrilegious around here, actually. So we just always grew up around food, pretty much. And it was just kind of like a comforting, nice thing for us. And you can be very, very, very generous with the smoked paprika. So this calls from one to four heaped teaspoons, and I'm putting about two and a half tablespoons. Food was a comfort. It was also an adventure. One time as a kid, I went to a restaurant and everybody ordered pizza. We were like at this fancy restaurant. And I remember I ordered the escargot pizza. And the parents were like, oh my God, like what? Like they were like kind of like impressed to the fact that like I would try something like that. And almost like, because you know, there's always the kids menu and the adult menu. My parents, we never really ate off the kids menu. So when Ashton started modeling and began struggling with food, it was out of character. When I started, like, I ate literally whatever I wanted. It wasn't even a thought in my head. But then there's this whole um, stigma with the, I feel like, with the fashion industry. And, like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you do need to be a certain size to a certain degree to work for certain brands and to do certain shows and to do whatever. So, I mean, that was, that was a big pressure. I feel like all the girls feel that. Coming up next, as Ashton tries to cope with the pressures of the fashion industry, Lex makes a decision that divides the kitchen. Support for our podcast comes from Schneider's Meats, a company that started as a family business back in 1890 by J.M. Schneider. When you think of Schneider's, you probably think of bacon. So we started talking about bacon recipes on the show. Mark is our show's senior producer. Hi, Mark. Hello, Sarah. So what's your bacon story? Well, I love bacon, as everyone should, and I always have. And my bacon story is that uh, my wife and I have been together for many, many years, 30 years. When we were in our 20s, I ate a lot of bacon, as I do to this day. And she said to me, you know, you probably shouldn't eat so much bacon. It's not good for you. So I said to her, look, my great-grandmother, who she knew, is, is 90 years old. She was born in 1895. She's 90 years old. She ended up living to 106. And she eats bacon every single day. So get off my case. Which she did until about three weeks later when we went out to dinner with the family and she was with my great-grandmother and she was sitting beside her and she turned to her and she says, Mark tells me you eat bacon every day. And my great-grandmother very indignantly turns to her and says, what are you, crazy? If I eat bacon every day, I'd be dead. So what's the moral of the story, Mark? The moral of the story is do anything you can to justify eating bacon, but probably be smarter than I was. (laughs) Okay. Thanks a lot for sharing. If you want to try bacon, you might want to try Schneider's butcher-cut double-smoked bacon made from perfectly marbled pork belly. Delicious bacon crafted with extra time and care, as it should be. Visit schneiders.ca to find out more. Welcome back to Home Cooked. We're inside the Franklin family's kitchen. Kaylee is infusing saffron into her chicken stock. She's getting ready to add the rice to her famous paella. This is Ashton's favorite dish. But it was a dish that was off the menu when she was at the height of her runway career. 
She removed herself from our family meals. So that really threw a wrench in our family. Yeah. We'd be up at the cottage. Ashton would come out because she couldn't get sun. So she was wearing, like, covered up from her neck to her, you know, her ankles. This big, black, floppy sun hat that you see that Catherine Hepburn wearing. Big black glasses. And she couldn't eat. She couldn't drink. And so she was almost like on an island by herself. And it's your family, and they, they want you to be happy, too. And even, oh, just, you know, let it go for the night. And I'm like, you don't understand. Like, I'm, that's not enjoyable for me. I let it go for the night, and I'm not sitting there relaxing. I'm all anxious, being like, oh, God, like, what have I done? And it wasn't just driving Ashton crazy that she couldn't partake in the family meals. It was also top of mind for her older sister, Lex, who had just decided to become a professional chef. When I was in culinary school, I had her in the back of my mind the entire time just being like, that's so much salt, that's so much butter, that's so much everything. And it was a little anxiety-inducing, actually. It, it was more stressful, stressful to cook for Ashton than to watch her eat. It was just the, always the what, the what, the what. What is that? How many calories is that? How much of that is that? It just went against kind of how we just cooked our entire lives. It was like we were in the kitchen for just two different reasons. It was around this time that Kaylee started to feel some deep reservations about her daughter's modeling career. Hmm. I have very mixed emotions. I, my, as you see, my children are very tall, and I never wanted them. It was just never a profession I really wanted them to pursue because I, I, you know, I always thought and I always told them, I said, you know, you go into a profession that makes 95 or 98% of the women in the world feel terrible about themselves. So I said, I'm not so sure you want to do that. And I know it's a very tough profession, and I didn't want my kids to have eating disorders. So I heard that girls eat toilet paper, like um, cotton. Um, I know, crazy, the crazy things. I mean, I witnessed that when I went to Ashen, with Ashen in Fashion Week, especially in um, Milan, because we stayed with all the models. And they just smoke, 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 drink, diet, pop, and that's it. It just, they, 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 and then they push the food around their plate. And, they, and they'll lick the fork. Ashton says it never got to those extremes, and she feels lucky that she didn't develop a serious eating disorder. I think it could have turned into one, but thankfully it never got there, and I think to a certain degree it was because of how I grew up. I like I even say to this day, I'm like, honestly, I don't know how people do it because I love food so much. I didn't even like have that willpower to be like, I'm never going to eat. I mean, um, but I think it definitely could have turned into that, and for a lot of people, I think it does. And especially in the industry, I think it does kind of like warp your sense of what's normal. Ashton's resilience during that time in her life probably had a whole lot to do with this kitchen that we're standing in right now. Today, it's filling up with the warm, comforting smell of this paella. It's almost done. Yeah, I feel like cooking, I feel we actually calm down when we're cooking together. Yeah. In everyday life, we can get a little bit at each other. I mean, we're sisters and mother and daughters. It's kind of hard not to. My mom is probably thinking back, flashing back. Um, but yeah, I feel like in the kitchen, you have to almost. You can't compromise the food. Yeah. <laughs> There's something bigger at stake. And for Ashton, the pressure of being a fashion model was starting to threaten her sense of well-being and even her relationships with her family. She quit school to get into modeling. Now she was quitting modeling to go back to school. 
That's why Ashton went to school. Yes. So, I mean... Well, can I tell her real quick, Ashton? Yes, go. So, when Ashton went to New York... I, I don't know if I should say it, actually, about the what? baby food. Like, they're eating baby oh, food. Like, yeah, I mean, and being worried about 40 calories. So, that's when she said, you know what, I'm coming home. She kind of got tired of the whole thing and uh, wanted to go into health. Because she realized that you can do it sensibly. I just knew that I needed to change for myself because I just really wasn't happy. And I just... I just felt like I was struggling in the sense to keep it up every day and just deal with everything else that's going on, you know, like castings and work and all that kind of stuff. Ashton's decision to study nutrition was a huge relief to the whole family. Knock on wood, thank God, uh, Ashton just kind of found this kind of both worlds best answer type of thing with the whole health and nutrition aspect of it. So... It was this eye-opening. You like, because you you hear it all the time, like models don't need it. It's such a disgusting industry, and blah 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 blah. But then you don't realize until it really happens, and you go, "Oh my god!" Like they really do ask fourteen-year-olds to lose twenty pounds. I think like going back to school was what really did it for me. I think that education in any any industry, any world is so key and so important. You know what I mean? I think once I got that education, it it opened up a whole new door for me. These days, Ashton is using what she learned in school to help other models. Right now, my niche of the clientele that I work with are young girls. I'll find out what they're eating, the workouts they're doing, and I'll make like a meal and a supplement plan for them and tell them some tips. Because I've done fashion make, I understand. Like sometimes, I remember there were days where I had to have 18 casts. Ashton is also modeling again, but part-time and on her own terms. And that means she can enjoy being back in the kitchen with her mom and sister. Cooking and eating. Oil was no longer an enemy. She started eating more of like whole good carbohydrates. And so she started learning about the science behind nutrition. And so she started to eat. And it was very refreshing. The dredged chicken that we uh, browned in the pan. And then we put it in the oven and cooked it for 20 minutes. And it's been waiting for the masterpiece to finish. And now we're putting it on top. Of- it kind of perfectly sums up our family a little bit. It's just all of us coming together and just throwing a lot of different aspects of something in a pod and just making something kind of beautiful with it, which is kind of how our family works. Because we're all very different, but we all, for whatever reason, work together rather rather well. So it's kind of like a food representation of how we kind of coexist in a kitchen. I feel I, I feel proud when I eat it because we made it and um, we made it together and that's why I chose this dish. It's something Kaylee has always known. It's a dish she hopes will continue to live on with the next generation of Franklins. Well, I think that's what this is all about, right? Is passing it down. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I got from my, my mom and my dad. And we've had so many great memories that I certainly hope that they share this with their family and that they, they think of me and I'll be sitting on their shoulder. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Home Cooked. If you want to try the Franklin's Famous Paella, head over to homecookedpodcast.com for the recipe. That's homecookedpodcast, all one word. You'll also see photos of the family by renowned photographer Christopher Wall. This show is produced by Catherine Jen and me. Dan Goldman and Sean Brody composed the theme music for the show. Charlotte Fisek created all the beautiful artwork and downloadable recipe cards. Margaret Daly is editorial advisor. 
Mark Alster is senior producer. Sean Liliani is our videographer. Candace Craig handles graphics and the web. Nicole Edwards is our associate producer. Mm. How is it? Mmm, delicious. It's so smoky. Hope you guys like a smoky paprika. It's Absolutely. The odors are just incredible. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. It is quite delicious, I have to say. And it does look beautiful. Can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. And the trees are really good. Mm-hmm. Please get in touch with us if you have a story or a family recipe to share. I'm Sarah Martin, and thanks for listening. Support for today's episode comes from Schneider's. From one generation to the next, Schneider's is always an entertaining favorite. 